0: It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is Mean Little Cow by Michaela Leyland. The Mean Little Cow voice is that mean voice that stops you in your tracks. Often it's trying to protect you from something it believes is dangerous. However, it can go too far and make you feel bad about you or keep you too safe. This book will show that you have another voice inside that can help you do great things and feel good about you, even when you make mistakes or don't get something right. Hear that voice and be the best you can be. That's good enough, you see.
1: cow the mean little cow popped into my head you're bad you're sad to me she said i heard that voice it felt so true i heard that voice she made me bloom the mean little cow carried on you think you can do that (laughs) i think you're wrong i heard that voice it made me slump I heard that voice. It felt like a thump. She watched me as I stood on stage. You're not so good. You're not so brave. I heard that voice. I took her cue. I heard that voice from the stage I flew. The mean little cow became louder and louder. You aren't so bright or brave. I didn't doubt her. I heard that voice. I dropped my head. I heard that voice. I was filled with dread. But somewhere, deep inside of me, another voice said, Listen to me. That mean little cow doesn't speak true. Here are all the things I love about you. I heard that voice and she made me grin. I heard that voice over that cow's din. You're bright, you're funny, you're kind at your best, you're mischievous, you're amusing, you're good as all the rest. I heard that voice. She made me giggle. I heard that voice, saw mean little cow wriggle. You love, you share, you lead, you sing, you paint, you draw, you hop, you're trying. I heard that voice. I looked to the sky. I heard that voice as I watched mean little cow shy. You're loved, you're lovable through and through. See all of the people who do love you. I heard that voice. It felt warm inside. I heard that voice. I had nothing to hide. I know I try. I know I do. Mean little cow, I don't need you. I'll get it wrong and that's okay and I'll learn from my mistakes along the way. I'll try new things, it won't be good. I'll make mistakes, just like you should. I heard that voice, it cast its spell. I heard that voice, and all is well. I know when I can, and I know when I will. I know what's good, and when I've had my fill. Goodbye, little cow, I'm simply me. Goodbye, little cow. That's good enough, you see.
0: So that was Mean Little Cow by Michaela Leyland. And Michaela joined us today. So welcome, Michaela. Oh, thank you so much for having me on today, Karen. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's lovely to meet you. So this this book is such a great message for children and adults, isn't it? As we all experience self-doubt and that good old inner chatter or critic. So what encouraged you to write the book? Was this something you've been hankering to write for a while? Well, honestly, it's the book I wish I'd
1: had as a child. Yeah. Um, you know, I think as a young adult, um, I really a lot of my behavior was driven by that inner critic voice but I didn't even know it was a thing um you know I I wouldn't allow myself to enjoy successes that I had in promotions or um you know I didn't I I constantly felt like what I was doing wasn't good enough and so consequently it led me to have quite a big burnout um I'd gone into the teaching profession and I burnt myself out and so I really wanted a book that helped children to actually recognize it, um, You know, I, and again, I'm not a psychotherapist, I'm not a counselor, but I have had psychotherapists and counselors have a look at the book before I released it. I've got mental health certification, et cetera. Um, and I've worked with children for, forever, you know, so but my background before I became a performance and mindset coach was that I was in the teaching profession.
0: So um, you were probably and, was your teacher, was, then, were you, Michaela? Yeah. Secondary, I was actually secondary, and oh, again,
1: okay. <laughs> You know, I, I think as children get into those teenagers, it is such a, t- a critical time yeah. when that mean little cow starts getting really vocal and really, you know, undermines a lot of the things that they want to do. And also that whole feeling of, you know, needing to fit in. They really want to fit in when they're teenagers. They don't want to stand out from the crowd. They really want to fit in. And I think this book really helps them to recognise that actually they don't want to fit in. They want to belong. They want to belong to people who actually can see how great they are just as they are without having to, you know, um, do the things that people are making them think they have to do to be cool and to be part of
0: the gang, you know. Um, so, I think it's really difficult that age to be honest I think I'd hate to go back to be a teenager now because we all mature at different times don't we and we, yeah. sometimes we're just not mature enough to deal with what's coming our way totally and I, I you know
1: I've got teenage girls and again it's been really interesting because they they did they worked with me on this when they were tweens so they were sort of like ten, you know from 11 12 year olds and now they're sort of nearly 13 and nearly 15 and their attitude to, you know, being part of a book is like, oh gosh, mum, yeah. yeah. Mortified, um, how dare we involve me. Yeah, you know, and, um, you know, particularly when I was launching, I was going, can we get this on the television? And they were like, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working on it, we're working on it. But, um, you know, and I, I just, it's an important message. I just really feel strongly that if we can get our children, and also not just that, I think as parents and educators as well, you know, I know some of the key... Um, messages that I took on board as a child um, particularly from educators actually you know I've got you know a whole thing that I can't do maths even though I've managed you know I'm with you on that one I totally with you, you. Know. <laughs> I've managed massive budgets in my career but I will tell myself I can't do maths because I had a teacher who told me I couldn't do maths yes. you know it's so true um, it sticks with you it does stick with us. And so I think, again, it's really, what what I've loved about this, uh, you know, this book is actually the messages that I've had from teachers, parents actually saying, you know, I really can see, um, The things that I've said or done in the past that may have, you know, created a belief in a child. And I've done it. You know, I'm not sitting here like some perfect parent looking down and everybody else saying, Oh, look, I'm so perfect. I never do this to my kids. I can absolutely see the messages that I'm sending to my children and regularly will check in with them that they've understood what, you know, what I was trying to say and how I wanted a particular thing to land with them. Um, And more often than not, they filtered it in a completely different way than I I did, you know, I'd wanted yeah. it to land. So, you know, I just think it's really important for us as parents, as educators. Um, and, and, you know, as much as that, and, and again, I think every adult I've read this book to has
0: cried because they can recognize it, where it they're home. Yeah. yeah. I see the thing is as well, even though it, it appears to be like a children's picture book, which I know it is, but it, there's no age limit really on it, is there? Like you say, teenagers, yeah. tweens, adults are all going to relate to this, to the words in the book. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's aimed at seven to 11-year-olds, which, again, you because
1: it's quite a simple story in a way, you know, some 11 year olds, you'd sort of think, oh, they're probably, you know, they're reading really big, you know, my daughter was reading, reading novels and, you know, reading big chunky books at that stage. Yeah. But again, I think this is a really lovely way of letting them, because again, the, what the illustrations that my daughter drew, she's, she's very interested in the anime style. And so again, I think the, the pictures will draw them in and then the story will be allowed to evolve with them. And I think it's yeah. a great classroom, um, tool as well you know it's a really simple way to bring up some of the 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 issues in it and and schools have been using it for that as well which has been fantastic
0: and also for kids to refer to it have it like a bit of a bit of a a manual that they can if they're having a moment they can just oh I'm going to get that book and just remind myself that you know I am worthy and I am good enough kind of thing I think it's a great little reference to have isn't it for them to keep referring to definitely I was going to say, my, my
1: youngest, actually, um, she wrote a little letter at the back for those days when they're struggling to find that that next-level voice, as I call it, yeah. that best friend <clears throat> <throat> voice. She actually wrote a letter so that they can then tap into that and just remind themselves that they are loved, they're lovable, and, you know, it, no matter what that mean little cow voice is saying, that actually it's true. And and I called it the mean little cow because that's what I called my mean little yeah, cow, you're you know? In <laughs> And and because and, it was mean, it was really mean to me, and it, yeah. it
0: wasn't it wasn't telling the truth. No, not at all. So you've got two daughters. Is it two daughters? Yes.
1: So it's Mia who did the images. She's the eldest, um, and she was twelve when she drew these. So again, now she's like, but my pictures are so much better now. And I'm saying, <laughs> yes, but that's what they were when you were twelve, and it, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's and again, you know, I she's not, you know she's she she's she, it isn't an exercise in my daughter is great at art. This was very much we went what actually happened was I mean again the work the, the book came to me literally I sat bolt upright one morning on a Sunday having been to um a lovely children's author called Jude Lennon so I went to Jude's workshop and then I, I literally sat bolt upright on the Sunday after it and was like I, this is coming out of me and I just went to the balcony in my back garden with a cup of tea and, and wrote it, it just literally poured out of me and then I sort of said, we went to um, another friend who, called Jane Hawkes, her son Will has written a book called um, Hell in the Endgame*, and it's actually got an autistic character and Will is, that, is autistic um, and so my daughter watched Will who was extraordinarily nervous, you know, and was stemming and was really, you know, gosh, it, it really was, you know, sort of know exhibiting behaviors of of being very very nervous at this book launch but he did it and he was you know you could see the the joy in him and the pride in him that he'd actually done this book launch with his book and he'd illustrated that book and he'd helped Jude with the concepts behind it when Jude wrote it so on the way home I said oh I'd love you to illustrate my book Mia because you really love love drawing she was like I can't I'm not good enough I said what do you mean you're not good enough I said you are good enough I said whatever you draw will be good enough you know yeah. anyway it took about it took a good while to sort of get her to start thinking about it and then I said look I'm just going to leave the words here and when you feel like doing it do it and it took her ages she didn't you know she didn't do it sort of sit down and finish them on but she took you know she just took her time over it and I didn't push because again it was supposed to be you know a fun thing for her to do yeah um, but when we finished, and then we had the wonderful Sarah Fountain, who's part of Team All the UK's um, team. She's the graphic designer who, and she pulled it all together with with the illustrations that Mia had done and my
0: words. And I just, you know, it was just such a wonderful thing to have Definitely. done that with work with, with my with girls. kids. It's just lovely, yeah, isn't it? And, and involve them that way.
1: Yeah, Definitely totally
0: get that. Totally get that. So you launched this book actually during was it the first lockdown? We've had so Many, <laughs> I've lost count. <laughs> Idea that was, yeah. <laughs> I think it's inspired so many people though to um, to do different things. I think it's brilliant. So, tell us more how did it come about?
1: Yeah, so again, you know, this has been on my vision board. Again, I'm, I'm a performance mindset coach, and one of the things I always do is get clarity through visioning and through vision boards. And um, this had been on my vision board for a good while, but we'd had a family um, tragedy that my dad had suddenly passed, so it had been shelved. That's why it's taken from now to then. I I went back to my vision board I was like right okay what do I want to action next and this just jumped out at me and within a week I was so lucky I had I'd spoken to somebody about it and then they gave me a contact and Liverpool Heartbeat is an amazing charity in Liverpool and I made the call to them and they said well yeah let's look at it and then they decided to invest in it because they're all about helping um children with their health and well-being yeah so by the January we got the funding and then Team Author UK started doing their stuff and we sort of were just about to launch it and I was looking to do a local book, you know, book launches in local um, book independent bookstores, etc. Um, and then lockdown happened. <laughs> so it really
0: did okay. get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> Very inconvenient.
1: So I didn't do it right then, and then as as I sort of readjusted my own sales, and we got you know stuck into homeschooling, and I was doing stuff in my business, I I sort of was like, right, okay, how am I going to do this? And then I just decided to do an online launch and it was fantastic and, and yeah. we managed to get to um number one in peer pressure on amazon which Brilliant. was just wonderful. and the girls were it was so funny because i was like coming back in with it like we're at number 55 and you know <laughs> yeah. um, and i think we were about i think we ended up about 16th in in self-esteem so um you know i think it was just really great and then actually on the back of it we've done some a bracelet range which is oh, my daughter's okay. the graphics. She's done the graphics for the cards. My other daughter made the bracelets um, and some little necklaces and things. But we did them as charity fundraisers. So we raised 150 pounds for Young Minds, and then we've raised 130, I think it was, for um, Lighthouses Therapy Services. And That's we're just, about, brilliant. To, yeah, we're just about to do another of all one. Three of you? Yeah, we're just about to do another one. For we're going to be doing another one for Liverpool Heartbeat to give them back a little bit of what they gave to us in yes. terms of investing in the book. So.
0: So is there any more books on the horizon? Will you be writing any more? I've
1: actually, I've got another personal, because my first book was actually um, the, a, an adult personal development book called um, Bounce Back from Burnouts, which again is a tiny bit of my burnout story, but it's very much um, an exercise-led book to help anybody who's sat there feeling burnt out um, and struggling to get clarity so that they can get to a place where they can create a new vision and a a success definition that actually works for them,
0: which is my day job. So that's (laughs) Um, bounce bounce back from burnout. Yes. I love that title.
1: (laughs) My next one, I haven't got, I'm I'm tinkering the title, but it'll be around something around Be Clear and Rise. So I have got a new personal development book that I've sort of got, got brewing but um we're not there yet
0: (laughs) you've also got your own company wood for the trees coaching haven't you is there a connection between your books and your business
1: yeah, absolutely. Because again, one of the things that I work with a lot with women, um, you know, around their performances, managing their energy, and part of that is their mental and emotional energy. And what I find an awful lot of is that that inner critic voice has a lot to answer for with the women that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the um, times that they're, you know, not taking the bolder steps in their business, or if they are struggling to, um you know, see how they can move forward. It's usually because the inner critic voices started having a good old um, chat, to yeah, chat to them, and them. yeah, and draining their energy and making them energetically spiral downwards. Yeah. So again it, for me this is sort of like well I'll do my work over here and work with you know the the sort of 35 to 55 year old people that I tend to work with women that I tend to work with but actually if we can start here and again you know it's very much I've always worked with young people through my career in teaching and then I went on to into a, had a fantastic career in the charity sector for 12 years um, and worked on a lot of projects which were helping um, you know young people and disadvantaged um, young people so it, it sort of brought me back home to that side of me, really, um, yeah. and gave me an, an, an outlet for that part of, you know, my vision and my passion and how I can contribute to the world and make a little bit of a difference.
0: Definitely. I think this book definitely will. It's, and it's a lovely, colourful book as well, isn't it? Lovely colours. I know our listeners can't see that. But... <laughs> so, well, for our listeners then, Michaela, if anybody has any questions about the book or anything that you do, how can they contact you and where can they buy the book from?
1: Yeah, so you can get the book on Amazon, um, basically, if you put in Mean Little Cow, and Michaela Leyland. Great I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you want to contact me, then um, I'm on Facebook at Wood for the Trees Coaching. So if you think I can't see the wood for the trees when you work with me, you can, you say. (laughs) Um,
0: Definitely.
1: And um, I'm also on Instagram and Twitter
0: on at WFTT Coaching. Be careful how you spell that. Oh, it's been lovely talking to you today, Michaela. It's such a fantastic book with a great message for children of all ages and adults as well. I wish you all the best with Mean Little Cow and all the best for the future. Thank you so much. and I really appreciate you having me on your show. Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK, independent publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.